Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Comard here with Comard's NFTs, bringing you another episode of Comard's Class, your number one source for Web3 information, education, and knowledge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to be talking about blockchain. What is blockchain? Before we get into that, though, you guys, I want to really quick make a mention of our sponsors. Today we do have Droppies airdrop service as a sponsor guys with droppies you can airdrop faster with droppies.com view your analytics on your airdrop campaigns generate a list of your token holders as well as view the history of pairs airdrops and send nfts to an unlimited number of wallets for more information about droppies and to get started with their service be sure to go to droppies.com Additionally, we do have Astro Zero as our sponsor. Guys, Astro Zero is a marketplace that is up and coming and going to be changing the future of marketplaces around the world. Today, you can find them at astroelon.net. They are a community driven and designed to empower all NFT artists. All right, guys, so let's jump in here to today's lesson of what is blockchain the whole purpose of this lesson you guys is to provide information to you about what blockchain is how it works its different uses and how to make it work for you but before we get into those techniques guys we want to make sure that you understand how blockchain came to be what it is today and although blockchain is a new technology it's already super rich you guys and a vast history all right the following that i'm going to give you guys here is a timeline and kind of a history of some of the most important events that took place within the blockchain thus far in 2008 satoshi nakatoma a pseudonym for a person or group publishes bitcoin it's a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system now it's important to note here guys that satoshi nakatoma is a pseudonym and nobody knows if it's a single entity a corporation a business a group or whatever all right now even to this day still remains anonymous nobody truly knows who it was that created it that person satoshi nakatoma is unknown and undoxed in 2009 the first successful bitcoin Transaction occurred between computer science Hal Finney and the mysterious Satoshi Nakatoma. All right. Then in 2010, you guys, we had a Florida based programmer by the name of Laszlo Haney says complete the first ever purchase using Bitcoin. And it was actually to purchase two Papa John's pizza. Now, Haney transferred 10,000 Bitcoins, which at the time was about $60. All right. Today, that is worth $80 million. It is known as the most expensive pizza in the world. The market cap also reached a total of $1 million in 2010. Now, in 2011, Bitcoin was the equivalent of one US dollar, giving that cryptocurrency parity to the US dollar. Also, in 2011, you guys, the Electronic Frontier Foundation. WikiLeaks and a few other organizations started accepting Bitcoin as donations. In 2012, blockchain and cryptocurrency 
are mentioned in popular television shows like The Good Wife, which, guys, inadvertently <laughs> injected blockchain into pop culture. Also in 2012, you guys, Bitcoin Magazine was launched by early Bitcoin developer Vitalik Buterin. For those of you that don't know, Vitalik Buterin plays a key role in some of the technologies that come out with blockchain in the future. And you'll see that here as we go through this. In 2013, though, Bitcoin did reach a market cap of $1 billion. It also reached $100 in value for the first time. Now, Vitalik Buterin publishes Ethereum Project, a paper suggesting that blockchain has other possibilities besides use as Bitcoin. And an example of that would be smart contracts. In 2014, the gaming company Zynga, the D Las Vegas Hotel, and Overstock all started using Bitcoin as payments. Also, Buterin's Ethereum project was crowdfunded via an initial coin offering, raising over $18 million in Bitcoin and opening up new avenues for blockchain. Additionally, in 2014, R3, which is a group of over 200 blockchain firms, that was formed to discover new ways blockchain can be implemented into technology. Also, PayPal announced Bitcoin integration. In 2015, the number of merchants accepting Bitcoin exceeded 100,000. NASDAQ and San Francisco blockchain company team up with and to test for the first time technology for trading shares in private companies. In 2016, the tech giant IBM announced a blockchain strategy for cloud-based business solutions. Also in 2016, the government of Japan recognized the legitimacy of blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now let's talk about 2017. These were some huge milestones that were made in 2017, you guys. One of which was that Bitcoin actually reached $1,000 for the first time in value. Also, the cryptocurrency market cap had reached $150 billion. In 2015, JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon says that he believes in blockchain as a future technology, giving the ledger system a vote of confidence from Wall Street. Bitcoin reached its all-time high at that point of, of $19,783.21 U.S. Dubai also announced its government will be blockchain-powered by 2020. Now, in 2018, Facebook committed to starting a blockchain group, and it also hinted at the possibility of creating its own cryptocurrency. You see what's happening? All right. Now, in 2018 as well, IBM develops a blockchain-based banking platform with large banks like Citibank and Barclays, both signing on. In 2019, China's President Xi Jinping publicly embraces blockchain as China's central bank announces it is working on its own cryptocurrency. Also in 2019, Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey announced that Square will be hiring blockchain engineers to work with the company's future crypto plans. The New York Stock Exchange also announced in 2019 that the creation of Vought, a digital wallet company, to include crypto trading. 
in 2020, Bitcoin reached $30,000 or almost $30,000 in 2020. PayPal also announced that it will allow users to buy, sell, and hold various cryptocurrencies. And in the Bahamas in 2020, <laughs> becomes the world's first country to ever launch its central digital currency, thus fitting known as the sand dollar. Also in 2020, blockchain becomes a key player in the fight against COVID-19, mainly for securing and storing medical data, research, and patient information. So as you can see, guys, blockchain has a pretty rich history at this point. And there are a few key players that really helped it to take off, including Jack Dorsey, including uh, Vitalik Buterin. So what do you think is coming in the future? Where do you think this blockchain is going to go in the near future? Just kind of think outside the box a little bit, you guys. There's going to be a ton of stuff that's coming that none of us have ever envisioned. But with that said, let's move on to what is blockchain specific. Let's figure out, let's dive in to exactly what blockchain is. At its core, you guys, blockchain is a digital ledger that stores data online. A blockchain records information about cryptocurrency, NFTs, and DeFi smart contracts, such as the ERC-20, the ERC-721, and ERC-1155. I do want to note here, you guys, that there are derivatives of those contracts, including the ERC-721A. And basically, the only difference between, or the biggest difference between the ERC-721 and the ERC-721A is the amount of gas that those contracts cost when creating a transaction on the blockchain. Now, a conventional database can hold very similar information, you guys. But the big difference here is that blockchain is decentralized meaning that it's not stored in any one location or maintained by any one entity, right? It's, it's stored throughout a number of entities and locations. Now, blocks are basically, they consist of a number of blocks that have three basic elements, the data in the block, a 32-bit whole number, otherwise known as a nonce, the nonce is randomly generated when the block is created, which generates a block header hash. The hash, however, is a 256-bit number that's wedded to that nonce, and it must start with a huge number of zeros. And as an example, it'll be extremely small. Now, when the first blockchain is created, or when the first block of a chain is created, a nonce generates a cryptographic hash. Now that data is a in the block is considered signed and forever tied to that nonce and hash unless it is mined. Now what is mining? What is miners? Miners create new blocks of data on a chain through a process called mining. In the blockchain, every block has a unique nonce and hash. But also reflects the hash of the previous block in the chain. So mining a block isn't as easy as you would think it is, especially on larger chains. Miners use special software to solve the incredibly complex math problem of finding a nonce that generates an accepted hash. Because the nonce is only 32 bits and the hash is 256, 
there are roughly about 4 billion possible nonce hash combinations that must be mined before the right one is found. And when that happens, you guys, miners are said to have found the golden nonce, and their block of data is added to the chain. Making a change to any block earlier in the chain requires remining not just the block with the change, but all of the blocks that come after. This is why it's extremely difficult to manipulate blockchain technology. Think of it as safety and math, since finding golden nonces requires an enormous amount of time and computing power. When a block is successfully mined, the change is accepted by all nodes on that network, and the miner is rewarded financially. Understand, guys, that generally speaking, when somebody has mined something successfully and they are awarded through a cryptocurrency, that cryptocurrency by standard is generally a brand new issued version of that cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and so on. Okay. Which has sometimes got more value because it has no history at all, other than going from the original created wallet to the new wallet that now owns that piece of Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever blockchain it is. So I want to talk about nodes here. One of the most important concepts of the blockchain technology is decentralization, so that no one computer or organization can own the chain. Instead, it is distributed via a ledger known as nodes connected to the chain. Nodes can be any kind of electric device that maintains copies of the blockchain and keeps the network functioning. Every node has its own copy, you guys, on the blockchain. Like it has its own records, if you will, its own copy of records. And the network must algorithmically approve any newly mined block of data for the chain that has to be updated and trusted and verified. Since blockchains are transparent, every action in the ledger can easily be checked and viewed. Each participant is given a unique alphanumeric identification number that shows those transactions on the chain. Now, combining public information with a system of checks and balances helps the blockchain to maintain integrity and creates trust amongst its users. Essentially, blockchains can be think or thought of as scalability of trust via technology. Guys, we can get a lot deeper than this um, as far as what blockchain is, and it does go deeper, and we could get into the functions of the uh, mathematic equations and we could get into the whole idea of how those equations worked. But for today's lesson, we are not going to do that. Now, in next week's lesson and class, you guys, we are going to get into part two. And part two does include how blockchain technology works, as well as public versus private blockchain, and how to use blockchain and what its common uses are. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, what I'd like to tell you is make sure that you tune in to next week's episode because you're not going to want to miss it. It will definitely show you guys how to utilize blockchain as well as 
different current uses. And the best part about it is, is it's going to give you the ability to literally think outside the box because you're going to have a better understanding of what that is. As always, we love you and appreciate your support. To keep up with everything that Comart's NFTs is doing, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Comart's underscore NFTs. And remember to ask yourself, what did you do to make the world a better place today?